live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. MashaAllah, beautiful Sunday. Alhamdulillah, myself, Raji Davazi, and of course, our guest in the studio, none other but Molina Sabri, who is the uh, Imam of Majlul Thani in Rocklands, and we're in the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage, inshallah. And of course, our technician doing duty, it's Faiz Davis, mashallah. Um, just before we uh, start our program, I just need to read that because uh, quite a few people phoned regarding the moon. Has the moon been sighted? Yes, the moon has been sighted uh, last night, alhamdulillah. And today, alhamdulillah, is the first of Rabbil Awal, Sunday the 13th of the 12th, 2015. And of course, to the, according to the uh, Christian Observer Society, the weather conditions was clear with scattered clouds. And the sighting took place at the Buck Owen, Three Anchor Bay, Stellenbosch and Signal Hill. And the witnesses was Haji Umar Khabir, Imam Yusuf Pandey, Abdul Wahi, and uh, Saeed Manuel and uh, Haji Samshuddin and many other members that were present and of course the Hakim uh, that was uh, Sheikh Siraj Hendricks made the announcement last night that the moon has been sighted Alhamdulillah and uh, today is the first of Rabbil Awal and next Wednesday evening the 23rd of December will be Mawlud the 23rd of December Wednesday evening we'll be celebrating Miladun Nabi inshallah yes uh, that is uh, announcement from the uh, Christian Observance Society um, yeah let's start with the program that is negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage Molina assalamu alaikum and welcome to the voice of the Cape wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh always a pleasure to be here mashallah on this lovely Sunday a very busy Sunday also and this is the season of uh, weddings and marriages so indeed nice to be here with Raji. alhamdulillah Molina our SMS line is 47913 but we will try to do justice on that one inshallah, inshallah yes. but in this we will the new questions answered, yes, 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 of course our SMS is 47913 and Molina I just want to um, um, some questions that came through uh, last week very uh, but we'll, we'll yeah, handle no, that Molana. yes yes I think the first one I, I've got here Molana is Assalamu uh, alaikum Molana Mahabi has been married for 25 years the only problem is he drinks when he comes home and he swears at everyone and he accusing me and I'm getting fed up what must I do Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Yeah, Raji, uh, you know, it is uh, sometimes a, a bit of awkward uh, situations, that, but we have to deal with them. Um, and I think the listeners have a fair idea now what the imams have to deal with all the time. Um, a husband that drinks, first of all, he's of no spiritual benefit to that uh, wife, no easy of spiritual benefit to the children, no easy of spiritual benefit to himself. So the first aspect is we must try to get him to stop drinking. But now the lady says it's been 25 years. My dear sister in Islam, after 25 years you are getting fed up. You should have been fed up after the first time. You should have, after the first time when you saw this man is drinking, you should have said no. This man cannot be a leader to me. He cannot save me because his responsibility is what Allah says in the Holy Quran. Oh, you believe, save yourselves and your families from the fire. So if this man is a, is a drinker, uh, how can he save himself or how can he save his family? So it is a 25 years too late, Butaraji, but it's never too late. 
First of all, I think the lady should ask and call in the imam of the area to come and speak to him. If, however, she, uh, you know, there is, she, oh, she, has mm-hmm. she then has a right based on his nushus, his rebellion against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring an end to that marriage. I can realize that after 25 years, a man will not be married, mm-hmm. but a man will drink and then fluke for her, scream for her, embarrass for her, insult for her, and he accuse for her. Now Imam Shafi rahimahullah, fati by a drama, said ko be a drunk person. So, so as he drunk is and he accused for a drunken man speaks a sober mind. As he for accused, he is tantamount to li'an. Now li'an is when the man sumba, he must sumba. Four times he must sumba that he, by Allah's name, in public must sumba that he for a fangzina. And the fifth time he must invite or invoke the, 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 the curse of Allah upon himself. And she also swears four times by Allah's name that she is innocent of what he is accusing her of. And the fifth time she invokes Allah's curse if she is telling lies. And that marriage is automatically annulled. Mm. And they are not allowed to get married again. And day of Qiyamah, the haqq will come out by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it's a very serious matter. So the lady should actually call in the uh, the imam or sh- she should go forward to the MJC and uh, uh, lay a complaint against him. And if need be, then the investigation has to be done. But he's got no right. You know what, my dear husbands? It is the lowest blow you can give a lady to accuse her. Mm. Because the honor of the lady is between her legs. And Marv to have to be so blunt. The honor of that lady is touched when you accuse her. So if we do not have witnesses, we cannot make any accusation on basis of our suspicion. Iyakum modan, beware yourselves of suspicion. So this husband has no right to do that. And therefore, by virtue of that, I, I urge you, my dear sister, go forward. And mutatin lost to the radio, go forward, inshallah. Shukran for that, On that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue our program, inshallah. Stay tuned. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. If you just join us, we're in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Instead, we have Mulana Sabri. Mulana, question that came through last week. My husband verbally gave me three talaks over a period of 12 years. Three times on different occasions. I went until Ida period, as I was told to do. Three years down the line, he now say he can't remember. Saying it the second time, he can only remember the first and the third time. Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim If we can just analyze what he says. Okay, let us first, before we go to the question, mm-hmm. does this say that if indeed the talaks have been given thrice, then we know the whole entire scenario where the lady has to marry another husband. That husband has to make consummation of the marriage, and then they have to, he has to be given a talaq, and there cannot be uh, what we call the muhallil and muhallallahu, where he uh, uh, now tells someone, you know, marry her, and then you give her back to me, sleep with her, and you give her back to me. That is haram. So uh, then it's haram for the two of them to ever get married again except through that condition that she married another husband and uh, that husband has talaqed her, uh, consummated the marriage, talaqed her, and then she went under idda and then returned to the first husband. But now if, by virtue, and, and I'm going to play detective here, if it has with a radio, it's over Colombo. Yeah, yeah. No, but I can't even say that, Jashi, with a radio. I'm going to say that. 
Nou, nou at die mens analyse wat hy sê, hy sê, oh, hy onthou die eerste ene, ja. en hy onthou die derde ene. Mm. Nou, hoe kan sy een en drie onthou, want sy vergiet vir twee. As maak jy sens nie, mm. nummer een. Nummer twee, dan moet hy moest gaan sê dit, ek onthou, ek het veel een gegeen en nog een, maar ek onthou nie die derde ene ja. nie, maar hy skiet sy self in die voet. Exactly. By saying, ek onthou die eerste ene en die derde ene, dan is het mos drie. Because, pas as jy onthoud, jy het gegeene, toe gie jy gie ek weer die derde ene, dan moet jy mys die twee rene in betoel het, so ek weet nie vir wie trek jy vir een voel te vat in. But Titi, my best advice to you, if he claims that, it has to be handled in a court of law, a Sharia court of course. So my best suggestion to you, go to the MJC, and for the best of it all, rather do not get together, and rather do not have intimacy, because in all likelihood, three talaks have been given. If her husband says, I remember one and three, dan is dit in elk geval nie sê voorbij, because sy onthoud aan nou nummer drie. But be that as it may, do not get together until you have had intervention from the Sharia court, or from an imam of Sheikh Amolana, or the imam of your area, because indeed, the three would have been valid. Ja, en sy sê, sy was, sy already in Anta'ida, eh, so you were under either period as I was told to do so and three years down the line, he now say yeah. he can't remember. It's, it's actually right? a, a, amazing that the yeah. person can forget for three years yeah, so and after three years on the Ujish Kilik so I, mm. I, I do think that with all due respect to this uh, Muslim brother of ours but I do think that he is uh, trying to play a game and please my sister do not fall for it, rather call and learn that person in and again I reiterate rather stay away from each other, do not get close to each other because treat yourself as a stranger to him and him as a stranger to you Molina, let's go to uh, SMS that came through from 6270. Salam, must I make wudu or tayamum just after pulling out my teeth? Shukran. Subhanallah, no. Uh, taking out, pulling out the teeth, I, I suppose the person refers to uh, a dentist. Mm -hmm. uh, extracting the tooth does not break the wudu. So that is a straightforward answer. You don't have to take up dust. Uh, after you've pulled your teeth, uh, respected sender. The other question from 9821. Um, Assalamu alaikum. My friend's husband accuses her of having affairs, but it is absolutely not true. Whenever he sees her talking to someone, he assumes stuff. Please advise. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I would have liked the friend herself to, to, to actually send the, the, the SMS. That's number one. Number two is that Iyakum Madan, we are warned in Islam against suspicion. I've got no right to suspect anyone of anything without due evidence or due witnesses. However, Butaraji, very, very important, we have a responsibility not to arouse suspicions. So hence, if a man sees his wife talking to another man, whilst it may not be correct for him from an Islamic perspective, to suspect his wife is having an affair with that person. But on the other hand, perhaps the jealousy and the love is taking over and which results in the husband now becoming suspicious that it is better for us not to have chit-chats with strange men. Period. Because it is a natural reaction of a spouse. Ek wonder wie is die en ek wonder wat praat hy saam met haar en wat praat sy saam met hom. So perhaps that is also not totally correct that we have chit-chats. Yes, necessary talking, of course. We need it, colleagues at work, etc., etc. Yes, that is different. But we're talking about chit-chats here, social chats. It is not advisable because this could arouse any amount of suspicion within the spouse. Although the suspicion is haram, but at the same time, then do not cause that suspicion. So yes, indeed, let her rather stay away from talking, but he's got no right to suspect her. 
Shukran Molina. The other one from three seven double eight. Assalamu alaikum. I read that an entertainer who proposed to a Nasara lady when asked if she is going to revert replied that the religion is not part of marriage. I don't agree. Please clarify for you for youth. See these entertainers as their role models. Shukran for the beautiful program. Uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim I'm so happy that that kind of question came in. And the person that makes such a statement, whoever it may be, is a total jahil. And I'm sorry to have to, na- to label that person on air like this, but it's a total, total ignorant statement to make that a marriage is not part of religion or religion is not part of the marriage. Then why do you get married in the first place? If you don't see marriage as part of religion, then why do you get married? The marriage itself... The performance of the marriage, the actual contract of the marriage, the entire scenario is a religious institution. It is not only a legal institution, but it's a religious institution. How can this person then claim that the deen is not part of it? Also, I want to ask that person. Now, if you say that marriage, uh, 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 the uh, deen does not play a role in marriage, I wonder what would you do if your wife, for example, tells you or tells that person, that uh, listen to me i have another affair on the on the side you don't have any moral grounds because you 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 took religion out of it so there's no moral grounds for you then to object i wonder what he will say when his children come to him one day and tell him that they're going to move in with their girlfriends or boyfriends because uh, seeing that you said marriage is not uh, religion is not part of marriage and marriage is not part of religion so i'm just moving in because why do i then have to get married i wonder what he will say but I wonder what he will say to Allah on the day of Qiyamah. And yes, indeed, I'm so glad the, the, the speaker, the sender mentioned that we should uh, speak to the youth. Indeed, my dear young youth, my young sisters and brothers, my children, please do not take onto this kind of uh, role model. This is not a role model. This, this, this person cannot lead you in any way. This person cannot be an example if he wants to talaq Allah from his doings. So indeed, he is not, he's totally incorrect. And indeed, marriage is indeed part of, of, of deen. Because the Nabi Muhammad has also sallam. mentioned that the lady is married for four reasons. And then he mentions the beauty, he mentions wealth, he mentions lineage, and he mentions deen. So if a lady is married for deen, how can this brother make the statement that uh, the uh, marriage is not part of deen, or rather deen is not part of this marriage? Mm-hmm. May Allah guide him and protect Amen. him and save Amen. him, inshallah. Shukran, now on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, we will continue negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. The Voice of the Cape, pioneering 20 years in Muslim radio. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Welcome to the program Negotiating Pathways. There was a sexual marriage, alhamdulillah. And let's go to our questions that came through. Molana, um, on the screen from 3751. Assalamu alaikum. Is a Christian child outside marriage considered as nothing to the father? Okay, bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, there's some ambiguity to the question there. I, I would assume, and I can only assume and conclude that the father might have had a child whilst he was still a non-Muslim, and then he subsequently he became a Muslim, 
And that is the only assumption, Bittaraji, I can make. I don't know if you can make any other conclusions, uh, whether, you know, on, on, based, on basis mm-hmm. of, the, of the, how the question came. That father, during the time when he was a non-Muslim, it was his child and it was a halal child to him when he was still a non-Muslim, if that was the case. Yeah. Indeed, that child has a haq over him. And just because he has become a Muslim, that child's haq continues. We must remember that the child cannot be held responsible and the tie with the, f- with, with the child cannot be severed because it was a halal child for him, uh, maybe in either in his previous uh, religion or in a previous marriage. So indeed, whether the child is ha- Muslim or not, the child still has a right over that father, mm-hmm. the right to nafaka, and that is to, to sustain him until, if it's a boy, until he is uh, self-sustainable or self-sufficient. Till he has a job, so to speak, and when it's a girl, until she gets married, and then the responsibility is shifted over to the husband. But indeed, the child does have a right, if the child was, um, if the father was a non-Muslim prior, if the father was a Muslim, and the child is born out of wedlock as an illegitimate child, even if the child is non-Muslim. Now we know, Bhutaraji, that two things are removed from the father when he has, when he fathers an illegitimate child. Number one, wikala is removed. He cannot be wakil if it's a girl child. And number two, the right to inheritance is removed. He cannot inherit from that child, nor can the child inherit from the biological father if the child is illegitimate. Mm-hmm. However, Bhutaraji, I maintain this. What is the manly thing to do? And what is the right thing to do? So it might also be that the father is a Muslim, and this is the other case uh, possibility. The father is a Muslim. He might have uh, impregnated a non-Muslim lady, and the child was born, but the child obviously, because by virtue of the mother being non-Muslim, the child is also now non-Muslim. Yeah. Even if it is a an illegitimate child, whilst the child cannot answer for the father's actions it is the manly thing to do the right thing to do and i would even deem it the islamic thing to do mm-hmm. to take care of that child to give that child some form of pride and to give that child at least some honor in his life and through supporting him and being there for the child it shows that yes i have made a mistake but i'm here to try my utmost to correct the mistake the best thing of course to do is to try and convince the mother inshallah and let the two of them get married the next question from 2144 alaikum to all in studio Molana must Ghazila make wudu after washing private parts of the mayat and must she have a ghuzal after washing the mayat, shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The word is ghasila. Ghasila. Mm-hmm. The lady, uh, uh, ghasil meaning he took a money, and ghasila is he throw took a money. Uh, just reminding the listeners also, Bataraji, if they don't mind, to, to confine the questions to merit, uh, marriage issues yes. rather, because there are other programs in the week, and we want to give those ulama that present those programs, we want to give them also, you know, uh, uh, an opportunity to explain and teach us, uh, inshallah. Um, but just to answer the question, it is sunnah for the ghasil or the ghasil to have a sunnah ghuzal and wudu before going to um, uh, ghuzal the mayid. Certainly uh, you cannot give wudu to someone if you have not make, uh, made wudu for yourself. Uh, is it the same with the badal hajj? You cannot perform a badal hajj if you haven't performed hajj yourself. Mm-hmm. So by the same token you cannot give wudu to the mayid if you don't have wudu yourself. And similarly also ghuzal. So it is sunnah to ghuzal and, and take wudu before we uh, make ghuzal of the mayit. And then afterwards, uh, I, I don't know of any 
any riwayat uh, or any ruling that you must make wudu or ghusl afterwards because your hand does not touch the private parts mm-hmm. your hand is covered at all times of course. you do not see the privates nor do mm-hmm. you touch the privates so the uh, so the hands uh, the, the the we must remember that uh, that uh, if we touch the privates even of a man touching the privates of another man then his wudu is broken especially if we touch it with other palm of the hand so if by accident it touches uh, obviously then the wudu is broken of the uh, yeah. but then uh, he has to obviously repeat his wudu but uh, um, the hand should be covered in the first instance so there shouldn't be an opportunity of touching the private part uh, if the hand is completely covered mm-hmm. well and just coming to that uh, question uh, that you answered earlier um, the caller said another question from 3751 he or she said the father is a Muslim the child's mother is a Christian Yes, indeed. Like we explained, yeah. even so, mm-hmm. um, let's let let him do the honourable thing, and uh, let him do what is manly and what is right, and let him support the child. Mm-hmm. Let him support the child. Okay, inshallah. Well, I've got one minute before the news at twelve. A question came through from an elderly lady. She says, "Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. I'm a sixty-year-old woman who want to join the Umrah group. Inshallah." Is a mahram needed? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, there is one call of Imam Shafi rahimahullah uh, for the Hajj, and that is that a lady may travel without a mahram in a group uh, of of other pious and in the company of other pious women. And obviously, we know that Alhamdulillah we go for Hajj in groups, so Alhamdulillah that is covered in that way. Although there are ulama that uh, you know that differ on that particular point. As for Umrah, it is a Sunnah, so therefore a, a mahram is absolutely required. Now there is also the the the, the call or the or the ruling on the ajuza. The ajuza is that elderly lady who has no haid and she's past maritable age. She's still marriable or marital. I don't know what is the correct word, butaraji. Trobar. Trobar. Mm. She's trobar or she's not trobar. Now she's talking about for butaraji. In all likelihood, it's very unlikely that she had no vietro. So she can be called as a ajuza. The ajuza is there also. It is even permissible, for example, as you come in the house of the ajuza, that she can be formed by the duke, which is a fall, and so which is the hardships, because she is a ajuza, can't say that the people in love with her is not by a scroll. So in that case, there is a leeway given for such a lady to travel for Umrah, inshallah. Just a question before the news, and inshallah we can answer the question after the news, inshallah. Die luister na die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Myself, Raji Davazi. In studio we have Molina Sabri Davis, the Imam of Majlul Thani, Rockland. Just before the news, uh, Molina, a question came through. And um, we said we're going to answer the question after the news, inshallah. The question is from, uh, okay, leave that number. My husband is over 50 and I'm young as 40 years old. He has premature ejaculation and I am not satisfied in bed. He has now resorted to stimulate me orally, which helps me, but is this allowed in Islam? Maaf, but I just want to do the right thing in accordance with the Sharia. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Raji, before we uh, go into the question, I just want to tell the listeners that please do not regard this as disgusting. 
We've had the responses from listeners where they say they feel it is disgusting. Islam is an open deen and uh, sex is an open topic in Islam. It is not Allah's peace about sex in the Quran and how we should approach our spouses. Uh, so it indeed, please do not disregard this question as, as uh, disgusting. Okay. Also, it is not anyone. That is why we don't even know who the question comes from. So we don't know the person. So we are not divulging the secrets of anybody. Um, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim First of all, we must realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala laqad khalaqna al-insana fi ahsani taqweem. That Allah has created insan, yani mankind in the best of forms. If Allah had to put our eyes behind our heads, on the side of our heads, it would have been very difficult to survive because our lupus and palfas. If Allah had to put our ears, for example, behind our heads or our ears in front of our heads, mm-hmm. we might have heard Allah zat fours angat and nakzat achtos angati. If Allah had to point our feet backwards, we would have fallen over frontwards. If Allah had to put our knees at the back, we would have bent and made the ruku backwards. There's a whole lot of host. There's a host of uh, benefits and a host of uh, perfection that we can mention in the in the creation of human body. But so too, Allah subhanahu wa taala has created within us certain desires and certain uh, lusts, and we must differentiate between the desire and the lust. There can be a desire for sex. But once we lust, it's something totally different because lust is often uncontrolled. Now looking at the question, first of all, I would approach it in this way that you need to look at what causes your husband uh, not to be able to satisfy you. It is totally permissible for the lady to satisfy herself where she lies on top of the husband. Okay, this is perfectly permissible. So what I would suggest to you, my dear sister, if indeed he has erection problems, there's a host of, 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 of many, many things he can use to maintain an erection. By being over 50, I can just assume that it might be due to some illness or sickness that he cannot maintain an erection. Hence, not being able to satisfy his wife. Or like she mentioned, she, he has uh, premature uh, ejaculation. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's, there's uh, the men's clinic. They will help you with that. There are, there's a host of herbs you can use. Equity Roy Votel is available from the Rastas mostly. It is something that grows on Table Mountain and it gives you that extra oomph. It mm. gives you the ability to, to, to keep. There's other pharmaceutical re- uh, solutions as well. This, uh, now I know Viagra is very expensive, but there's uh, something called Zenegra or Zenegra, and that is the uh, generic Viagra. Mm. And it maintains, uh, how does it maintain an erection? And also helps with premature ejaculation by pumping the blood and having a continuous blood flow to the organ, to the sex organ, thereby keeping the erection um, harder for longer. Hence, the lady can then satisfy herself to, uh, you know, to, 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 to really satisfy, get uh, full gratification. Then also, it is nothing wrong if the lady lies on top of the man. Um, there's a host of other medications. We don't want to go into, into, into the list too long. There's nothing wrong if the lady lies on top of the man and she does have her pleasure in that way. Now, also very, very important. There's a difference of opinion amongst the ulama whether oral sex is permissible or not. I cannot uh, just give the one opinion. One has to give the other opinion as well. Some ulama say it is permissible, but it is totally makru. It is, it is not advisable and it is undesirable. Some ulama say it is permissible un, uh, 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 um, unconditionally. So, and most of the ulama agree that it is, it is totally, it, 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 because of three things, four, uh, four things that comes out of the, of the, of the private parts. Number one, the, especially in the male, there's madi that comes out, there's wadi that comes out, and there's madi that comes out, and there's mani that comes out. Now, and of course the urine. The three of the four things, the mani, 
I mean the wadi, the wadi, uh, the madi, and the money and the urine. For three, for all of those, we need istinja. It is haram to swallow any of those because it's najis. So would we want to place our wife's mouth where najis comes out? And by the same token, would we want to place our mouths where najis comes out from the wife? We know that when the wife is sexually aroused and the husband, it, there's, it, there's a fluid that is secreted. And this fluid is najis. You have to go make istinja. And the likelihood of the fluid being secreted during, uh, if, if oral sex takes place, it's a 100% likelihood because the person is sexually aroused. And by being sexually aroused, the fluid comes out and therefore the fluid goes into the mouth of the person and it is haram for us to swallow najis. So that is the one uh, aspect against oral sex. But also the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us different from animals. Allah has created us fi in the best of molds and forms. So hence, you don't find I, I would I would challenge anyone. Have we we've seen so many dogs on the street uh, having intimacy? Have you ever seen one dog licking the other dog? Have you ever seen the dogs having sexual uh, oral sex? No, because uh, it, it is it is perhaps below even the dog. Uh, 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 another aspect is that the mouth is used for dhikrullah. The mouth is used for du'a. The mouth is used for Quran tilawat. The mouth is used to speak about Allah. Why then would we subject the person, our spouses, to use the mouth for the, for filthy purposes? At the least or at the most, it is filthy to have oral sex. It is filthy to have you put your mouth, uh, uh, you know, in uh, someone else's uh, a private part into your mouth. It is a filthy thing because of the nudges that comes out there. I also want to say that that whilst we, if we're going to, it's a matter of time, Butaraji, before we go from one bed to the next bed, and the next bed would be anal sex. Once we're going to say no, we have got that freedom to have oral sex in Islam. Have we ever had it from the life of the Prophet? Now we're saying, and this is the argument of many who, many ulama even, who, who uh, give approval. They say that there's no Quran, ayah, no uh, sunnah of Rasulullah or hadith that rejects it. Of course we have to agree to that. But at the same time, we now take that route, but then we don't look at the other route of, of did the Prophet wasallam ever do that to his wives? Have we had any, any, any report whatsoever of the Prophet ﷺ doing it to his wives or even what we call the tacit approval where it has happened and came to the Prophet ﷺ and he approved of it? Never. So in, because of that not being there, we should therefore practice the best of, uh, rather give the benefit of the doubt to, 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 to it being haram and not permissible. Another aspect, and this is what we want to finish off with, is that to use your fingers, my dear brother in Islam, to use your fingers is probably more stimulating than your wet tongue. Because wet, the wetness, I can just imagine this, the wetness will cause a lack of stimulation and a lack of, 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 um, of joy. So I would suggest use your fingers, that is permissible, and that might be more stimulating. But again, I'm saying this, that my dear sister, I cannot tell you it is haram because there's no clear-cut evidence that it is haram, but I also advise you against it because it is a filthy practice. It is a practice with the actual purpose uh, underlying the creation of man is the dhikr of Allah and the remembrance of Allah. And we do this through our mouths. It is also a fact that we recite Quran with our mouths, so 
why do we want our uh, the maharij of Quran, for example, the places of where the huruf of Quran comes out is the mouth. So hence, I would strongly advise against this uh, filthy and I would say you know uh, this filthy practice because indeed it is not a very clean practice, and I would advise against this. Shukran Bataraji and Mal for taking a few extra moments with that question. Uh, shukran Farid Molana, another question came through before we take the commercial break. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Can I fasah my husband as I didn't want to go, as he didn't want to go for help? He's a diabetic and he can't perform. He denied my haq of intimacy. I'm fed up. So we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, inshallah, for the question. Have you considered your career? Did you know that the trade and logistics is a high-impact and rapidly growing industry around the world? The SA Maritime School and Transport College is a leading provider accredited with the Department of Education and the Transport Education and Training Authority. With courses in international trade, freight handling, shipping practice, customs, and diploma in freight logistics, the SA Maritime School and Transport College will prepare you for an exciting career in this industry. With campuses in Durban, Johannesburg, and Cape Town, we are fully equipped to provide a quality education with up-to-date trends in the world of trade, both nationally and internationally. For more information, go to our webpage at www.samaritime.co.za. Enrollments for 2016 are now open. For exclusive curtaining, bridal and evening wear fabric, bedding, wool, foam and upholstery, visit one of our exclusive stores, Highlight Bayside, our superstore, Highlight Belleville, Highlight Paul, Highlight Weinberg and our factory shop in Paro. Fabrics from 5 Rand to 5,000 Rand per meter. We make and install curtains, decorative rod, blinds and offer a full recovery and decorator service. Visit highlightcurtaining.co.za. Like us on Facebook or Twitter. Highlight. 2015 brings an exciting new beginning to the world's oldest track cycling event, the Alpha Bodyworks Power Boxing Day, with prize monies totaling 100,000 Rand. South Africa's top track cyclists, 5,000 spectators, huge giveaways including a brand new car sponsored by Budvest McCarthy. There'll be plenty of kids' entertainment, music, food and fun. Online entries close on the 14th of December with registration at 11am on the 26th. The Alpha Bodyworks Power Boxing Day for a stadium bar. Search Power Boxing Day Track Cycling on Facebook. Entry forms at adventureworks.co.za. Linda here is in for a treat. New Something Nice Bakery is now open in Merrydale at the Merrydale Centre next to the post office. Come and treat yourself to freshly baked cakes, casistas and of course, our custard and apple pie is a must-have. Find the new Something Nice next to the post office at the Merrydale Centre in Lentechia or visit any of our other branches in Kells River, Westridge and Rocklands, Mitchell's Plain. New Something Nice Bakery, where you get the real thing. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. In studio, we have Molina Asabri Davids. Molina, just before the uh, break, another question came through, and this one is, Salaamu Alaikum. Can I fasah my husband? As he didn't want to go for help, and he's a diabetic, and he can't perform. He denied my hak of intimacy, and I'm fed up. 
اوكي بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم تعال حاجي مش كان يعرفون تخاخوا مي ما زال يلا سكس توري فوق سو اس ان في ال فوق خير فيرست اوف اول ات از ذا حق اوف ذا سباوس تو هاف سيكشوال ساتيسفاكشن فروم هيز اور هير سباوس ذات از ذا رايت ذات ذا بيرسون هاز اند ذا قران ميكس ات ابسولوتلي كلير ذات ذي ليديز ذي ذا ليديز يعني هاف اجينست ذيم رايتس اند ذي هاف رايتس فور ذيم رايت So indeed, in as much as they have rights for them, uh, against them, in terms of giving the haq of the husband, any man says, by your leaf, om te say, ya, as my haq, as my haq, as my haq, but it is the frozen haq ook om te kree sexual satisfaction. Die, die offhand answer for that, die question, but that Raji is, that say, he die recht om te gaan vir a vastgoon nikaag, because it is een van haar, een van haar rechten om te kree sexual satisfaction uit die marriage. However, en vooral wat sy sê, die man refuse. Nou, because van sy lack van sexual drive, kan hy nie vir haar refuse nie. Mm-hmm. Hulle kan wees uitweek met haar raadje. There's medication, there's, today, alhamdulillah, we are more advanced than ever before. There's medications on the market, there's things that, that's die rooi wortel wat hulle sê, wat mm-hmm. baie krachtig is. Dat is die, dat is a, a product known as the negra, or the negra, also very, very, uh, apparently very good. Ek weet nie wat haar raadje, ek hoor maar die goed na, ek weet nie, ek praat nie van experience hier, so, so, first of all, see what the cause is, don't just walk out of the marriage, who knows after taking one tablet, or two tablets, or one or two herbal remedies, you could have the time of your life, so, so, moet die marriage opbreek nie, however, you have the right, of course, but, you do not break up the marriage because of that, but Araji, I always encourage the couples, If if it takes even the lady walking as a mood promenade for a man om vir hom seksuele te arouse, then do that. If she has to play with him little bit, then do that. En ons moet nie skaam wees nie. But Araji, sometimes as die mans, en hy gaan nou bietje baie frank wees en to the point, sometimes as die mans nog lekkerig en vatterig, dan arouse die vir hulle, waar die vrouwens, sometimes as die nie, klik het die gelekker en die gevatter en die, nou, gie maar die man, like, laat die maar bietje lekker en vat en vol, miskien gaat het vir hom, dan gie die opportunity om een bietje arouse te raak, inshallah, maar my advice dit die, you have the right to go for a vassig, but don't go for a vassig, go for a remedy, inshallah, yeah. but Araji, I have a question also in that regard, that came through, if I may just uh, uh, read that question, uh, uh, assalamu alaikum, how many times must a man get No, I, ref- I, I suppose the man refers to hoeveel keer mag hy intimacy. Soveel soos jy wil, my broer, of my sister. Soveel soos jy wil. We must remember that some people, hy eat een bootje kost bataraji, dan is hy net so'n bietje dat is hy vol. Mm-hmm. Die ander man eat drie boore kost. Yeah. Die nabi Muhammad sal salam met een aan, gegat na al sy vrouwens, en sommer die waaiaat is that, at that time he was married to seven wives. And that was khaz, we know that was exclusive for the Prophet sallam. But he went to all his wives. And to me, this is a display of libido. It is the display of the libido of Rasulullah sallam, in which Rasulullah sallam showed us that it is permissible to go to all of them. But also, imagine if he was married to seven wives. So if it is round number one, round number two, round number three, round number four, round number 49, round number 50, if if it means that you have to take more than one opportunity, remember, very important, as ons klaar is, die sunnah van Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. as ons nie gaan gozel nie, moet ons at least abdas vat, voort ons weer gaan na onze vrou toe. Ons moet at least abdas gaan vat, voordat ons weer onze vrou ente, ons mag nie vir haar ente, terwijl ons junup is nie. But at least vat ons abdas, en die was die advice van Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. so ek hoop daar die question aans, is gaan answer, hoeveel keer kan een man kry, ek moet vat soveel soos hy nodig het, inshallah. 
inshallah. Um, well, another question from the lady who wants to fuss out her husband because of uh, a denial hack of intimacy. What about the children? The uncle with funny kindness, the kindness at the end of the day also suffer. Exactly. And those are maybe a couple that are maybe upgraded kindness yet. Yeah. Now, because of sexual intimacy, on a lady kindness. So rather, don't seek for a fuss seek a remedy. And that is remedies. That's the men's clinic. That is the tip medical center in Saudi State. They help you. That's herbal medicines. There's a host of medications on the on the on the market. That's pharmaceutical products such as the Negra, which is which is generic Viagra, and it is so expensive, so Viagra. Yes. And of course, obviously, we must always look at what the ingredients are. But of course, with tablets, mostly it's uh, it's uh, chemicals. But if that is a solution, then inshallah, with Allah's kudrat, you may have another 20, 30, 40 years of 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 of, of good intimacy. So indeed, inshallah, I always encourage couples. But it's not hashtag which I will fasah here. The other day, a couple is married for a year and a half, but Raji to come for a fasah. Now, I mean, a year and a half. And what can you do to make it in a year and a half? What mama and papa did? What mama and papa did to make it in data? Yani. So I told this young lady, you know, you've only been married for a year and a half. How can you tell me that you've been through a lot in a year and a half? If I, I am married for 27, alhamdulillah, 27 years, no regrets, I've got beautiful children, alhamdulillah. And uh, with Allah's kudrat, I get the freedom from my own life to my vrouw. And the day that I get the freedom from my own life to my wife, I'm going to the house and say, Mami and Dere, uh, die is now Shamila. And Shamila was also a bit scam. But she got giggled. But in the end, what, what she is to gaan to say my mother and my father for me, ons is tevrede met haar as a vrouw for you. En daardie dag het ek gesê, alhamdulillah, putaraji, alhamdulillah, 27 years down the line, en ek is nog altyd met my geliefste. So mag Allah vergin, dat die ouwe schiel kan het tevredenskap, maar moet die somaar die marriages opbreek vir iedere iets nie, putaraji. Nee, inshallah, ons moet allemaal try, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Molina Kolas, just sent through me, she ask if you can try not to be so explicit. My dear sister or brother in Islam, I will even be more explicit if I need to. Why? Because Quran is explicit. Quran says, Nisa'ukum harthul lakum, fa'atu harthakum annashi'atum. That your women, your wives, are like a plowing field to you. Approach your plowing fields, annashi'atum. Now the word anna there is in the meaning of kaifa, like however you want. So Quran is explicit, my dear brother or sister. How can you ask me not to be explicit? In explaining Quran, we have to be explicit. That's number one. Number two, for how long still are we going to sugarcoat things? For how long still are we going to allow marriages to break up? Then I would rather take the blame for being explicit and save a marriage or two or ten, then uh, be told not to be explicit. And I again say this with respect to the sender, but unfortunately, the question is explicit. How can I then sugarcoat if that marriage breaks up and I, because of my uh, re uh, reservation against being explicit, and then uh, the marriage breaks up? No, my dear. I would rather be explicit and save a marriage than not be explicit and destroy a marriage. Inshallah. Well, another question from 0795. Assalamu alaikum. I work, but don't always have money to buy me clothes. And I use my money for household expenses and kids, but my husband won't buy me even a sock. Is it wrong for me to be upset? And he can't afford it. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. You are 
absolutely correct in being upset, my sister. You are totally within your right because uh, uh, we said this many times over and we are again going, going to repeat it for the benefit of those who are listening today that the nafaka is in three primary ways. We've got clothing, we've got uh, nutrition and we've got accommodation. And indeed clothing is an integral part of nafaka and if the husband fails in that, you have the right to be upset. Not only do you have the right to be upset, but you also have the right to a fashonikah because he has defaulted and especially since he can afford it. So indeed, my dear sister, you have totally, 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 you have the right to be upset and therefore I suggest you do something. Do not remain upset. Instead, address the matter with him and if he still refuses, then address the matter with your imam or a sheikh or a maulana or go to the MGC because you are within your right. The other question from um uh, 8738 Assalamu alaikum Molana My husband is very secretive man And he will go Let's go back to the screen Let's go back to the screen Okay Here we go Assalamu alaikum Molana My husband is very secretive man He will go to in the toilet And watch pornography He always denies it Even though I have proof Help Kanala. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. First of all, you cannot accuse him of watching pornography in the toilet if you are not there with him in the toilet. Because you are not there to see him. Maybe spill a games of phone, maybe chat up your phone, but do not go for the for the for the throat and go for the kill and so must say or accuse him rather of watching pornography in the toilet. You cannot see twas diri dira, so you can't accuse him. If you may may have found uh address or links on his phone that are p- pornography links then yes that might be some form of proof address the situation with your husband tell him is there are you suffering sexually are you not satisfied sexually are you deprived sexually do you hunger for a different style do you want me to do something for example Butaraji, if the lady and I always say this and again mm-hmm. being explicit and I, I really really hope not to offend anyone but if you want me to, 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 for example, do a little lap dance for you, I will do that. But you see, my dear sister, what you can do to arouse him instead of allowing him the pornography to arouse him. See what you can do to assist him in getting that maximum gratification uh, out of intimacy uh, uh, instead of perhaps being a bit conservative and then and then harimanari pornography. We are not saying he's correct, but sometimes uh, our men are because of our women maybe being too conservative within the marriage so 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 they, they're not sexually very uh, uh um I, I want to use the word uh, uh, word but is that me- there is a measure of of, of conservation or a measure of reservation where they for example don't want to be naked in front of the husband i've had a lady saying that form. so i turn to the husband and this is what this comes out in counseling and that is why i, I like to mention this because these are things that benefit others as well uh, the lady said uh, you know I, I i counseled them in a little way where i told the lady maybe you can do something for example a walk around uh, in your in your birthday suit in front of your husband. Alles is misschien. So she said, "Ma mola nek is kam, ek het pa extra rolletjies." So I told her, and I turned to the husband, and I told the husband, "Have you heard what she said? She had pa extra rolletjies in die maak van skam." The husband cried and he said, "Mola na, elke rolletjie van haar turns me on." 
Elke rolletje van haar is ik lief voor. En elke rolletje van haar wil ik hee en ik wil het voel. And the lady cried. And not too long after that I heard actually uh, that uh, the lady is schaamil again. So as a vrouwens moet die schaamvol dat my man gaat ding dat uh, ek is te vet nie. Al dink hy so. But he still finds you uh, sexually desirable. And that is what matters. That I create sexual satisfaction at you it rather than on the haram way. So yes, indeed, my dear, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 just to answer the question again of, of the listener uh, with regards to that, um, try to see what you can do to, to arouse him, inshallah. Inshallah. If you just tune in, you're in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. And if you have any questions, you can send your uh, questions to the number 47913. Well, now let's go to our SMS line. Let's come to this here. Assalamu alaikum, 3324. Is it haram to make dua for my child? No benefit doing all the wrong things, tired of talking to him, that Allah must remove him from this world, say he won't stay forever in Jahannam. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim It is totally haram to hope or wish for the death of anyone. Mm. Totally haram to hope or wish for the death of any person. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says, we should rather say, oh Allah, if life is better for me, then keep me alive. And if death is better for me, then you do what you deem and, and, and you, you, you perform your qada, O oh Allah. In other words, if Allah so wishes to take me away, then Allah will take me away. But it is totally haram to make dua for the death of anyone. And yes, sometimes a khiri kindness, ek het gaiet, iman wat, you know, a person wat die, wat die janaza van die sien, en die sien was a bitje stout gaf is, mag Allah vir hom janitl vir doos vergin. To as die sien a bitje stout, en die dag wat die sien het, hy sê, loop wat hy die janaza draait, hy sê, to val die, gaat die vrou, sê die vrou die mama, Alhamdulillah ya Allah, Alhamdulillah ya Allah, Alhamdulillah ya Allah. To bedank sie for Allah that Allah for for him it alive it gefattet. Now that is not uh, you know a wenselijke iets om te doen nie. Mm. But ons kan verstaan die hartsie wat hy gaan bring het aan die mama. Maar het is nog altyd al bring al bring die kinders wat hy hartsie of al bring die persoon wat hy hartsie. Het is haram vir ons om te verlang dat iemand moet gaan maningel. Ek weet sometimes in enge of in hartsie, dan sê ons altyd, jy kan gerust doodgaat, maar ons gebruik hier die dood, wat dood die botaraji, ons gebruik hier ander woord met die fa en die ra en die kaf, gebruik ons die woord, jy understand, maar ons mag nie verlang vir iemand anders te dood nie. Geen inshallah. Maulanda, just before the commercial break, a question came through. Assalamu alaikum, my son wants to milk her as in marriage. Please explain what it means. Shukran, stay tuned. Pioneering 20 years in Muslim radio. My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. <coughs> Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum and good afternoon. Maulana, just before the commercial break, a question came through. Assalamu alaikum. My son wants to milk her as in marriage. Please explain what it means. Okay, Bismillah Requi- ar-Rahman Requirements and rules, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Before we respond to that question, Bittaraji, I just want to make it absolutely clear to the listeners that all the views uh, expressed in this program are not necessarily the views of the Voice of the Cape, the management or the staff of the Voice of the Cape, and uh, hence uh, they cannot be held responsible for any views expressed in this program. I also just want to make mention, but Raji, I realize it's a lot of youth that are listening to this program, mm. and uh, therefore uh, one might say, but we mustn't be so explicit. 
Uh, well, Butaraji, unfortunately, the youth have better access than this program to the internet of course. and to pornography. Yeah. So are we rather going to prefer let us be explicit here in terms of an educational in an educational way or are we going to allow the youth rather to search for answers elsewhere on the internet Mm. for example and in movies where they will then get evil education they will get encouragement to haram whereas here we 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 give prohibition to haram so indeed uh, if there's any youth listening uh, whatever has been said whatever is uh, responded uh, in this particular program and for that matter any other program the nia is always educational and building society and indeed not to destroy our youth um, and to keep them away from accessing the internet because indeed the cell phones with Araji is, is, is free of charge uh, you can you can access internet uh, porn pornography in no time whatsoever. Yes, yes. So you need data, and sometimes I don't know what my kids data. You know, it's just there. It's free. Just, just go for the Wi-Fi. Just go, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You go for the Wi-Fi, and it's free. Like I can take it, but it's not very very most of it. It's free of charge. And I mean, let's uh, ask rather than be uh, clear and to the point. The, coming to the question about the milka, we must remember that milka is in, it's a practice that is especially in the Middle East, but in many other countries, it's a, wide, uh, it's a widely practiced uh, way where the couple gets married, a full-fledged marriage. That is the ijab, that is the kabul, that is the witnesses, that is alles, alles, alles is there. But there's uh, an unspoken or even spoken agreement that we will not consummate the marriage. We will then spend the time that we have getting to know each other so then going out for example becomes halal because it is his wife uh, being together alone becomes halal because it is his wife but they refrain from sexually uh, uh, consummating the marriage so what happens then if they do decide then they both leave the marriage with the with the uh, Honor intact. She then he, he then issues her a talaq, uh, and then she leaves, and she doesn't have to go on the idda because according to Imam Shafi rahimahullah, there has to be consummation mm. or dukhul, yani where the the private of the male has entered the private of the female. And according to Imam Abu Hanifa, however, there's a slightly difference of opinion there, but uh, she doesn't have to go on the idda according to Imam Shafi because there was no consummation of the marriage. She then leaves the marriage in an honorable way. He leaves the marriage in an honorable way, and the is the separate ways and this is by and uh, you know uh, uh, by and large seen as the al- uh, alternative to dating to modern day dating so dan hoog jy net, as kom hulle nie mama, so as kwaai stikkie roekoetje die kroeks uitgeskiet, as mama ook, oh, nikke, ok, ek het vir hulle blij, julle het vir hulle enjoy. Wat mm. ons weet, moes hy net die reiste kak, ek hier moet haar aardje, hy het vir haar, hy het vir haar, whatever hy geseer het vir haar ouwe, hy gaat van soen toe vat, en soen toe vat, hulle was hier daar gewees, he. Mm. Wel, hulle was physically daar gewees. So we rather don't allow our children out, rather go for something like a milka, then we know the children's, and alhamdulillah, we had several cases, and it worked. It worked. And I want to also say it is not it is not an alternative to Zina because it will be a full-fledged marriage. So the person will be married. So if they do consummate the marriage, and this is important, then it's a full-fledged marriage. But then it will be by choice of both of them. Inshallah. Shukran, Molina. Another question from 4911. alaikum, both Molinas. Kindly advise the Mas'ala concerning a married slash unmarried woman breastfeeding someone else's child or even donating a milk to strange people 
The people are actually regularly collect the milk. Jazakallah khairan for your beneficial program. Okay, bismillah rahman rahim. Dai wat ons sê die omurada'a, die melkmoeder. Nou kon Imam Shafi rahimallah, and which is very clear in hadith, daar moet wees sucklings, actual sucklings. Die kindse mond moet gaan aan die nippel van die boos van die, van die melkmoeder. Nie die melk kan nie geexp, wat hulle sê, expressie melk in die container, dan gee ons die melk vir die ander kind nie. Dat is nummer 1. So die kind moet een sakling het, right? Nummer 2 is, dat daar die sakling moet wees op een tyd, wanneer daar die kind in need is van net van melk om vir homself vol te maak. En ander woord is, moet die wees een baby wat uh, bijvoorbeeld al kos eet. Die kind moet die al kos eet en dan drink die kind in between nie. Het moet wees die kind moet net op melk wees en van die melk word hy vol. Die derde aspect is, en, 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 en it comes in the mother of Iman Shaifu Rahimahullah, under the age of two years old. But ons weet mos nowadays, even al die jaar, dat gila die kind die purity uh, mm. uh, potjes kos, en hulle gier die kind die cereals. Nou, dat child must have five sucklings and it must be five continuous and otherwise I can't for ochen seg nie that it weer a bit porridge and for nara weer seg it must five sucklings in a row okay. right so hence to, to qualify as a milk kind in that geval as he is a milk for a kind wat gegewees het in a container to the best of my knowledge and to the best of my recollection that child does not qualify as a milk kind Mm. Uh, it is permissible to give though to those children who need milk, but unfortunately, that child, those children do not qualify as milkiness. Inshallah, okay, and another question from four nine four nine. Assalamu alaikum all. If a woman gave up her work to look after the children and don't have an income, the woman has a desire to go for Hajj. Does this fall part of her nafaka? for the husband to send her for Hajj? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, um, the Hajj is fought upon us when we have the means. Man Those who have the means. Now the means is, you must have the necessary uh, wealth, you must have the necessary health, and you must have the opportunity in the sense that you are not being stopped or prohibited by, for example, a ruler or the law of the country, etc. So once those three factors and other factors, but those three primary factors are in place, then indeed the Hajj becomes wajib upon the person. If the person does not have the money of his own wealth, then the Hajj does not become wajib upon that person. So what about the wife then who doesn't work and doesn't have an income? Well, it is an added responsibility of that husband to do his level best to take that wife for Hajj. Because how else will she then go? How else will she be able to visit the holy house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or at least once in her lifetime for Hajj? So indeed it becomes that responsibility of the husband, yes, that he must try and strive inshallah to get her to the holy house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. And may Allah grant that particular sin then all of us but Raji, this beautiful and lovely honor to go stand in front of the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and on the day of Arafah ask Allah to forgive us Allahumma ameen Ameen inshallah Maulana once again on that note we need to go for a commercial break when we come back we continue inshallah inshallah The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Serial My radio station your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
Welcome back to the program, Negotiating Pathways towards Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, time is really quite upon us, Molina. It's by your questions that you have to ask, Zal ons niet allemaal die uh, questions gaan beantwoorden vandaag niet. Maybe we'll carry it over for next week, inshallah. Inshallah. But uh, Molina, the caller just call in now. Says, I say so. My wife moved out and is li- and she's living with a boyfriend. And the husband wants to know if she can go for a fasag. My bro, my bro, moet die van nog wat voor een fasag die talak jeeva. I, I, the husband has full right if uh, what he's saying she moved to the, with the boyfriend give the wife a tala give her freedom mm-hmm. that is what she chooses right now so give her that because now uh, only marriage and, uh, is going to be me on and cut story so rather give that wife a tala take two witnesses with you she tonight if you want and I don't encourage this because obviously she has chosen the haram way uh, rather you Remove yourself and distance yourself from that, that and take witnesses with you and say that I give you a talaq or take the imam with you, inshallah. Shukran. But Raji, I think our time is fast running out. Yes, but Raji, I just want to mention two things. First of all, I want to just make special mention of a very sick person, but Muhammad Fritz, what in the hospital is, he's actually in a coma. And according to the doctors, but we know Allah is in charge, that they expecting the worst but may Allah give him shifa and kamilan as my friend my friend's bro is for art uh, Fritz's bro may Allah give him shifa and kamilan and then a very very special friend of mine was his friend over the 30 years was his friend over the 30 years he's going for Umrah more inshallah I just want to wish him well inshallah may Allah protect him all the way him and his wife Fatima will be leaving tomorrow inshallah then to the family Abdul Abdurrahman I didn't know about the janazah but may Allah give him jannah for those inshallah and I also ask Mal for being unable to attend the janazah because of uh, having to to present this program but may Allah give him jannatul fiddos and may Allah put sabr in your hearts inshallah Allahumma amin and then of course the main also thing that I want to mention with the Raji and because Allah begin as al-masjid al-thani is a food fair so the mention but amal al-way mark the Rockland's masjid inshallah and come spend up your eyes from Allah so I'm not going to go into details but inshallah we hope to see you there from my side but the Raji shukran the date is the 18th and the 19th the 18th after Jummah till late the 19th inshallah We're going to have nasheeds, we're going to have qasidas, we're going to have so many lovely things there. So do make your way to uh, Al-Majid Uthani Food Fair. Uh, that is the 18th and the 19th. But Araji, it was once again a pleasure to be with you and to the listeners. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our Honorable Molina Sabri Davids from Majid Uthani, Rocklands. And uh, the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, myself, Raji Davazi. And of course, our technician doing duty, that was Faiz uh, Davis, mashallah. We now need to break for the walk of Dhuhr, inshallah. And also for our non-Muslim listeners, uh, shukran for tuning into the Voice of the Cape on 91.3. And after half past one, we will have uh, Mr. Talib Samai on program, inshallah. Stay tuned. From myself, Raj Davaj, once again, Molina Sabri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.